2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You guys, Wednesday, September 8th, AEG Presents is thrilled to announce Burt Kreischer live at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Again, that's Wednesday, September 8th. He's joined by Mark Norman. It's time to get your tickets all you gotta do is download the Red Rocks app before you visit, which you should have already done by now, if we're being honest. It's a great app, really easy to use and purchase your tickets to your favorite show or concert. If you don't know, Burt Kreischer is an American stand-up comedian, actor, and writer and host. He performs to sellout crowds across the country. This guy's hilarious. He's evolved from being named Rolling Stone's number one partier in the nation to one of the top names in comedy. So. Go ahead and download the Red Rocks app. Buy your tickets for Bert Cre- for Bert Kreischer live at Red Rocks Wednesday, September 8th. Again, download the Red Rocks app today. Grab your tickets to see Bert Kreischer with Mark Norman September 8th at the best venue in the world. That's Burt Kreischer with Mark Norman at Red Rocks on September 8th. All ages are welcome. Get some music going Get some energy. Get some life
0: let's go baby let's go what is up everybody and welcome into the bone zone oh that's right i have an air horn here oh there it is the crowd's going nuts everybody's very excited about
1: this i'm telling you it's disoriented dude
0: dude i am telling you guys i am so hyped this is going to be a hype cast for bones highland a bones highland hype cast you might say, "Hey, didn't wasn't the last show a Bones Island Hypcast?" And the They're one not compared to what you are about to hear is the Denver Nuggets. The Summer League Denver Nuggets wrap up their time in Las Vegas with a win, with a nice dub ninety-four to eighty-seven. So technically, guys, this is a winner's lounge. Hell yeah, dude. It feels great to be back.
2: <laughs>
0: Let's go. We're so back right now. <laughs> We're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can use promo code DNBR. You always do it wrong. Always do it wrong. There it is, right there. use promo code DNBR when you sign up. And bet, the last two games you bet on the Denver, the Summer League, Denver Nuggets, underdogs. That's where they're the best. Right, right there. Get that money, baby. I'm joined by some esteemed colleagues seated up to the top over here i guess it's in the top right uh, it's brennan vote
3: are we locked into the bone zone are we married to that is that are we using I am married zone?
0: to it i am I'm married like
1: to the bone zone all right lock but it was like if it is like a, a mayor it's like an early like life marriage she'll definitely this one won't work out
3: it's like a modern it's like a modern. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. you could definitely call it quits in four it years. it' like
1: two young kids weren't they weren't ready to get married yet like just give it time <laughs> uh down here i got d-line co you guys know him as d-line yeah let's freaking go you guys uh i don't know if i'm ready for my new life this is a, just a nonstop stop i'm not ready for this but you <laughs> know, sometimes you don't choose life it chooses you you are a boneser you are a bonesman quite I've a boneser. Been, dude i dude. i've been listen, listen i mean harrison was the original bonesman he really uh, was you he told us he up. put it he put it in the chat he's like hey guys did you check out those bones highlight and then he used the flame emoji which as you know <laughs> means hot fire and i didn't but I, I you know going into every draft season i reserve the right to be wrong about everything cuz i don't i don't watch like i watch 3 4 minutes of these guys and everybody looks really good in their 3 and 4 minutes um So as soon as uh, as soon as the pick came in, I was ready. I was my heart was open and it's been filled ever since. And it's just now it's now it's overflowing. I'm like the Grinch only um, better, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I didn't know where you were going with that. Me either, either.
0: clearly. We both meandered there um so summer league game number five for the denver nuggets number four for the real denver nuggets of zeke nagy and bones island i think the only two real ones uh bull bull did not play in this game you know he's somewhat of a real nugget i think at the moment um you know at least on the roster but his second game in a row he did not play i don't think it's that surprising third-year players usually will come down if they play they participate in like one maybe two games bull got three games out of that I think even that was kind of more than than I certainly thought. And and so I'm not, I think a lot of people trying to read into what does it mean that he didn't play. Guys, literally could mean anything, but I I think more than anything, it was just, hey, let's get a look at Bones Highland running the show and and maybe having pieces around that aren't going to swallow up too much of the possessions or this or that as bones or as Bull Bull can do. Not not necessarily a knock against him, but he's a loud player who sort of changes the texture of the game. These last two I thought have been Bones Highland's bests. And in large part, one of the things that is so exciting for me is that it has been so clearly everybody looking to bones. I didn't think that in the first two games he played, it felt a little True. bit like okay, who's the guy? But in these last two, especially down the stretch, everybody has kind of been like, Hey man, what do you want us to run? What do you want us to do? Where do you want me to stand? All of that. And he just is so comfortable in that role. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't be more impressed with him, even though tonight. It's going to sound weird. Only 20 points on 50% shooting, 7 of 14, but I still was so impressed with him. What do you think, Bo?
3: Yeah, almost don't even care about the scoring. How about his first half as really the primary playmaker when he was out there? ton of pressure, getting blitzed, getting doubled. And just as as you've highlighted, as you did in that list that you released around halftime, he's just very comfortable, right? This is a guy I think if you watch two minutes of his YouTube video, you want to say he's a chucker, but you do some more research, you watch him play, He's a pretty smart player, and I think maybe his first year at VCU, more of a point guard that next year had to do some other things. But you're seeing a guy who I think is more comfortable in that role, facing pressure, finding guys, moving the ball. Um, And and I think four assists, zero turnovers. He could have had more assists. I thought the Nuggets left plenty on the board with him out there. So a guy who's a better playmaker than – this is not a knock, and I'm certainly not one, but the draft experts let on, at least in my eyes.
1: Yeah, man, uh, it—it's no coincidence in any way, shape, or form that Bowl leaving the summer league team has. I mean, it's completely. You're changed gonna do us. this right away. You're just gonna come in here and the yeah, Bull. I'm just come, saying. Oh man, I'm, like, not, I'm not I'm blaming Bull. I'm me, just me. saying like. It just it, – it, it now has allowed there to be like some semblance of of an offense, like a little baby yeah. offense, like the with a point guard with the ball in their hand. No, no, I'm not like knocking Bull because it's summer league. So, like, it's really like any style of play, whatever works, works. But as far as like allowing Bones to – like why he didn't look as good in the previous games as he has in the last two it's I mean, it's clear. Like he just has the ball. He's sort of like – as you say, like he's – He looks poised. He's, he's getting the ball to two people. He's not just looking to create his own shot, but he's not afraid to do it either. I love it. Like he gets better and better as the game goes on. He's done that now at least two games in a a row, if not three, where it starts off a little slow and like allows the the game to sort of like open up in front of him. And then he gets more and more confidence starts hitting those shots um, and like, varying what he's doing like he's so slippery like getting to the basket and he's so like he varies what he what he does it's like dude i'm i'm i just can't get enough i i, I literally can't get enough but i do i mean i am so in on bones it's disgusting
3: run through the context again too like first year player not a lottery pick got off to as worst a worst a start as it could have gone with yeah. you know the covid protocols comes out look more or less i would say that's about as high a bar as you can set, you know, for someone where he was drafted in that context. He looked very comfortable. Um, It'd be hard to imagine or expect him looking much better. Now it's just summer league, but again, look, that's a hurdle you can clear or fall on. Some guys who we'll talk about later in this show, they've stumbled, Bones cleared his, and and it's really exciting stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was one of the questions you don't know. Like all this, you can do the scouting, the skill set, this or that. And even that, I feel like, you know, I, I feel like I now know maybe Bones' skill set 70%. Like, I have a good grasp on it. There's more that we're going to learn. I mean, we at the end of the day, we only watched him four times at this level. So, there's still more that we're going to unpack and learn. But I feel like we have a pretty good read on what he's what his strengths and weaknesses are. But from a character standpoint, that's where you really don't know these guys. And I feel like we got our first glimpse of that throughout this, in that they had every excuse you could have made in the book, you know, arriving on such short notice and this or that. But He really embraced, I thought, it looked like he embraced this challenge and just his personality and approach to the games was so contagious. Like the rest Mm. of the team, as this summer league experience went on, you saw other guys just starting to play with a little bit more pep in their step and a little bit more Mm. confidence and excitement and just joy. And and I really do think that was a thing that was very obvious in watching the game, that you can see it, that he brings that contagious joy to to his teammates.
1: Mm. Yeah the other thing is it's just people sort of had an idea of what their role was like in in a small way like it wasn't it it became less of a free for all and i think that that brings uh you know like it gives people sort of solace they not they're not freaking out they don't they're not just running around like as soon as they get the ball I'm like like am i supposed to shoot this like what am i doing right. so yeah. Honestly, what
0: they were all doing was looking to him, as in, like, you're the, in a weird yeah. way, you're the point of all of this, not the point guard, just the point, like, and we'll all fall in line behind you. And that
3: alone gave a lot of clarity. He has a lot of gravity to him on and off the court. So He's a guy people are looking to. He's a guy who appears to be well liked. I mean, we talked about it on this show, every Summer League broadcast I watch mentioned that he had the biggest personal cheering section there. I and mean, this is a guy that people. Their eyes are on bones and he's got a lot of people in his corner. And so there's kind from an off-the-court sort of personality thing, there's a bit of a thrill Monte hybrid thing going on here. And I'm all for it. Um, this is a guy who's just, he's got a ton of charisma, and he look, he's anything but a boring pick where they took him.
0: <laughs> for sure, he's not boring. Uh this was a very enjoyable summer league, and honestly, it was because of him. if he sat out tonight. I was honestly prepared mentally for if he didn't play, I was going to be like, "What am I going to? I'm going to have to sit and watch this and have notes." But <laughs> it honestly would have been a disaster. Um, I have to take a quick little intermission here because Adam Sargent says getting strong lingerie vibes from yeah. Adam's
2: curtains. Yeah,
0: we all. Uh, I'd never had anybody get attracted to my blind. Book. <laughs> Close your eyes. Close your eyes.
3: It's a kids'
1: show, Adam. That's actually not true. Just you've, you've never had anybody tell you about
3: it. That's right. I think that we every see time those I
1: blinds all, all the time, man. We have the, too. We're the comment
0: section every now and then surprises me. I'm, like, I'm ready for anything, and then I think I am, and then I'm surprised yet yet again. Yeah. Um, as Vote mentioned earlier, I did just do an edition of the list on almost exclusively on Bones Island. I think I had one Zeke Naji clip in there. You know, kind of highlight What's that? No xylem cheetum. You know, I didn't, um, and it's funny because <laughs> there are people hitting me up about it and say, "Hey, what do you think of this guy?" Or that, being a Burton or whatever, and um, you know, I don't have any thoughts just because I'm pretty confident. I put this out the other day in the Discord. Another m- reason for you to become a member is so that you can get in the chat and hear little inside tidbits. I think there is a decent chance that the Nuggets have their entire 17-man roster locked up right now. We already know the 15-man roster is locked up. We know that Marcus Howard has one of the two ways. I have a sneaky suspicion that we might have a familiar face with the other two-way, and I think it might be none other than one Peter Corneli. I don't know this for certain. This is just my sort of reading the tea leaves, um, both based on some things you know we heard around the water cooler, but also if you remember, guys, on That's draft right. night, the photograph of the uh, board, they the whiteboard. It's actually funny if you look at the whiteboard for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Everything they have predicted has happened on draft night. The number twenty-six pick. They had JG and JG. We now know that's Jeff Green and Jamichael Green as the backup four and five. They had Zeke Naji there penciled in as like the fifth string of both of those. You had Bol Bol. And then your two ways, you had an MH and a PC. Well, MH, clearly Marcus Howard. PC, could we be looking at a, a Peter Cornelie uh,
1: reemergence from the wild? Is there, any, is there anybody else that, that it could be? Is there like a hell <laughs> uh, pill? Uh, it's it's got to be. <laughs> that's Not- the only one
3: nothing I got nothing. I got nothing either. Yeah, part agree. of it also haven't. like
1: also if you if you follow it down, like they had the number 26 pick as a point guard.
0: Oh they did actually you're right. They did have that I don't know if that's how I would it's have read it. It's funny for
1: you to sure. say though like that everything that it predicted came true. It's like that's what they were doing. That's not a, like this is, these are the things. we Well, well,
0: Hey, let's actually be fair here. There's, there are a handful of Timmy, you look at new Orleans, if they would have leaked their whiteboard on accident uh, on draft night, nothing that they wanted to happen came true. So, you know, it's not, we can't take for granted that they really kind of had a plan, a vision that they wanted and, and kind of, Uh, take it out but you know getting I want to get back to Bones so I did do the addition of the list and there's all those clips on there the number one thing I I said this by the way on the podcast I did on Saturday night after that last game which was maybe even more impressive in some ways than this this one this one was very impressive as well but the thing that really stands out to me about Bones is his basketball IQ that you you mentioned their vote earlier about his passing I know some draft nicks and some, some some of the front office members that were like hey he, he actually is a really good passer, way yeah. to see it. So I wasn't as surprised at that aspect of it, but it was his feel for the game and his basketball IQ that really stood out to me last game and this game as well. I think he is a more cerebral player. We all know he was a hooper, as, as right, Harris right. Meant, who will be joining us shortly, likes to say. But I think he's actually
3: going to be a very smart player as well. Well, that's what I mean. He was described as a guy who could pass and was willing right. to pass, but no one really you know, I, a lot of secondary playmaker talk. But I, yes, I see exactly. the foundation of a guy who maybe, Adam, you know, at least on the summer league level, could be a primary playmaker for some of I the reasons you were making. And I don't want to steal your thunder, but, you know, you can you juxtapose it with like an Emmanuel Moutier who could get the first step on a lot of guys and had no plan from that point forward. And Bones is a guy who is reading. He's watching, he's reading, and he's making deliberate movements. Uh, and it's just, yeah, cerebral's the word. Off ball as well, he moves really well. This is a guy, again, you don't want to just do that he's a pickup player because it's a guy who has a lot of NBA-style sort of mental things going on and the makeup of a guy who I think has got some potential as a primary creator. I'm
0: with you on this. I don't think you need to hedge your bet. I think he shows the upside to be a primary facilitator. Yeah. Or whether that means – look, I think the Nuggets need three facilitators at all time, Jokic plus at least two other if not three other. But he, to me, he looks. I, I'm with you. I, I thought he was a combo guard. I'm like, no, he could be. A, I think a straight up point guard.
3: Yeah,
1: definitely. I, I I've said it before, and I'm still waiting for the challenge I put out into the universe. Somebody, including Bones Highland, needs to convince me that we did not draft Damian Lillard. I've not been. <laughs> this has not been challenged yet. I've not had seen a single argument against it. Um, he's got oh. the hesitate. Like he's he's like I don't know, man he's not like particularly quick. He's, he's stealthy, like, and, and and slippery, like you said, uh, like Luca, I mean, in the way that he will just get the ball out in front of his defender and just get his sh- front shoulder out in front of the guy. And then he's yeah. past him. He's beat him. And it's so impressive. And then obviously like his jump shot is so effortless. Like, I don't really understand it. Like it, it looks like he's just kind of like shot putting it, but it's, pure and it's like uh it comes so quickly um and it's unexpected and expected at the same time like you really don't know what he's going to do which is like makes him an even greater uh threat you know to pass it to drive it to shoot it like did i tell you i'm all in dude i'm
0: all in in. in. in i am i'm surprisingly all in on him as well you know this early i just i really like him you know my along the david Lillard lines you know my favorite play from this this game tonight when Bones pulled up from like 40 feet, he missed it. But just like the audacity to be like, yep. you know what, F yep. it. I'm shooting this ridiculous shot. It he was
3: made it. With two minutes left in that close game, I, he, he, he had the ball at half court and I yelled, do it from my couch.
0: Yeah. Why not? It's so funny. He just has the confidence <laughs> to take those. And I really think – You know, Tyler Lydon, this is a funny comparison, but Tyler Lydon was a really good shooter. I mean, we saw him. First of all, his numbers in college were great, and if you watched him in practice, he was great. But remember in summer league how many wide-open shots he would pass up? And we're like, dude. And I think, honestly, it was that the ability to shoot and the confidence to shoot are two different things. And Bones has the ability to shoot, I think, no question. But he has the confidence. Like, he just doesn't mind. He missed a couple shots early and just kept going. Like, I really do think he's a pure basketball player in that in that way where like he has a nice goldfish memory, just moves on to the next shot and, and is ready to keep it going. And yeah, you just love you, to see it.
1: You know what I like about him too is like when the shot clock is winding down and he has to take it get a shot up, he doesn't rush them. Like he still like is even yeah. that, that shot in the corner, like yeah. he didn't rush that shot. He still took his time and like got it up and, and, and there was no panic to his uh his approach, which is amazing. I love it.
0: Yeah. I do love the idea. I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit on the other side, but I do love the idea of Denver now maybe more than ever can throw out a five-man lineup. That is like all great offensive players. I mean, bones probably isn't there yet. I know he looks good in summer league and I'm going to get hyped. I'm we're going to bring this up, but it is a different beast to go to the next level. Sure. And defensively there's still like, okay, some question marks, but offensively, man, I just, I really like the mold. And I, I think he's going to be fantastic. Um, the set shot, Eric, as you're talking about, I put this on the list as well. But you know, he doesn't dip. A lot of guys will bring that ball down low, especially skinny guys. This is like yeah, a guy like, really pro probab- up. Like he catches it here and goes up with it, man. And it's just it's really quick. It catches guys off guard. He uh, so like, angles his
1: body forward too. He's like the, his whole body is like going towards the basket. it's it's. I, I've never really seen a, a shot like it before.
0: And more than anything, he's just fun. Like, he's easy to root for. He seems, by all accounts, to be a really great dude. Um, The Nuggets themselves did a great job with a video today um, on – it was like a behind-the-scenes look at him. And you just saw he's got the whole family there. He's – I, I always love it when you've got an extended family with, like, uncles and cousins and stuff, and he's so clearly the center of attention. Now, granted, this is, you know, he's an NBA player now, and this or that, but, you know, you can just tell that he's the charismatic one in the family. Everybody has one, and and it's just he's so easy to root for. So I'm very um, – I'm so excited for the Bones. And, and by the way, I remember talking about – to Will Barton about Jokic's first summer – our first training camp and how much energy he brought – I fully expect that from Bones this year. I, I kind of expect him to – we talked about did they get enough new blood or is it going to kind of feel like going you know, going mm-hmm. back to school? You come back in for training camps, all the same faces, same name. Like do you get – I think Bones – Jeff Green also, you know, he's a good locker room, good glue guy. But I think Bones Highland is going to bring a lot of that energy that's mm-hmm. like, okay,
3: we got the fresh blood in here who's really excited. Could see Jamal really liking him, couldn't you? I, mean, I know he's not going to be on the court and stuff every day. But, yeah, it just could be good for vibes. And I do – I'm now excited for preseason because I do want to see some, some bones reps with, with those first unit guys. If we get them, Yeah, we'll see how much they play, but you know, could be the case as much as I'm in on bones, like everyone else is as far as, you know, his role in the rotation and stuff, still a rookie, plenty of guards ahead of him could be the case. We get that first extended look, the G league. So preseason for now becomes that much more of a, of something I really want to focus on. I, I'm really excited to see what this guy looks like. With competent talent and spacing around him, because it's been a slog for a player who I think is is brutal. very talented.
1: Yeah, the great the greatest part about the about summer league is that if you're too good, they make you stop playing. You're Like, <laughs> you're like you just get out of here! Like, what are you doing? Like, do you know how to play basketball? I love another thing I really like is how much the VCU
0: fans are standing in. Like, I, I, I got some dudes, you guys that are like Like, you yeah, It's like we've like we got we've got
1: Serbia. Argentina and now VCU the three now VCU. sovereign nations
2: <laughs> three sovereign nations for sure
1: <laughs> you mentioned the the one on one i i think him
0: and Jamal probably won't happen this year but him and Jamal are going to have they're going to be the two guys that stay after every practice going one on one with a running tally of like who wins they're both they're both similar in that way and i i, I can't wait to see catch glimpses of those two playing i just need to make sure
1: you guys are ready for when i post the meme of uh, <laughs> CJ and Dame wipe the glasses jamal because are you ready for this like
0: let me know. I, it kind of feels like an insult to
1: be honest but you know what Everyone's okay. we'll ready I maybe if you want to do like a curry
0: and clay or something like that okay <laughs> i would welcome it um let's take a break on the other side a lot of people asking okay where where does bones fit in let's look at that what are his paths to actually playing minutes for the real nuggets this season uh as well as talk about zeke Naji and bull bull
3: First, let's talk about Breckenridge Brewery. You know we love our Breck beers and our seltzers. We also love that Breckenridge Brewery is teaming up with the National Parks Conservation Association. As you know, as we've told you many times, Breck is donating one percent of all their profits this summer to the National Parks Conservation Association. That's right. If you buy some booze, you're doing some good. How about that? Uh, also, you can enter to win a thirty thousand dollar escape pod trailer if you go to m slash uh, ingoodco. That's Ignore that. If you go to <laughs> brettbrew.com slash ingoodco for more details, uh, winning that $30,000 escape on trailer, that's Brew.com slash ingoodco. Also, look at this, uh, Eric. Everybody uh, welcome BCU Farmhouse is MCU. open. <laughs> Let's freaking go. You man. can get their booze delivered on the Drizzly app. You could pick it up at the grocery store. Also, if you want to order some food and booze from the farmhouse, call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. Use code DNVR to save 5 dollars and i'm pretty sure i know what happens next oh it changed strava craft coffee uh you guys know how much i love strava coffee the cbd infused coffee that'll leave you honking like a what a goose like a, a goose bone. baby right now you yeah. can get 25 percent off your first purchase when you use code dnvr 25 or if you want to be really really smart you can use that code to subscribe to their subscription service then you get 20 percent off your cbd infused coffee every single shipment you choose what flavor, what doses, when it comes, every two, four, six, eight weeks. So you Remember, if you're a first-time user, Strava is now offering 25% off. Just use code DNVR25 at checkout. Also, we've got some sweet cold brew on tap at the bar. So if you're ready for a long night of drinking, but you need a little pick-me-up, do it the way I like to get my pick-me-up. Do it with Strava Craft Coffee. Have yourself honking like a goose.
0: Another thing, by the way, about the DNVR bar, we now have the like beer towers. They exactly. come with like a little like ice in the middle and then it's a tower. So it sits at your bar like your own little draft, uh, which is just the coolest thing. First of all, DNBR bar, guys, a lot of pop in. I know we had a lot of people coming out for games this or that. The DNBR bar just feels good. So if you fantasy football, we have a great deal going on. If you bring your, your squad down for fantasy football, I think you get two pitchers of beer for free. So they've got Tuesday night trivia. We got all kinds of good stuff going on. So you no longer just have to go to the DNVR bar for games. You can actually go there to pre-game, post-game, or just game. Game it up. You could, you could patronize it as a business. It's that's what it is. It's a <laughs> business. Actually, a, it's a business. It's open daily. <laughs> everybody always tells me every time they go, they're like, "It just feels so nice in here, man. It just feels mm-hmm. so chill. Vibes man. are and good. The vibes are so immaculate man. in there."
1: Um. Dude, uh, I, so, by the way, if we don't, if you don't get one of those beer towers filled with Strava cold brew. Like, I don't know. Wow. That would,
0: that's beyond (laughs) honking like a goose, right? I don't, I
3: don't think Steven Strava (laughs) recommends that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Life expectancy of a goose. Let's not mince words here, guys. Zeke Nagy had a rough summer league. Sure did. Um, And it's kind of funny. We, myself, including, I was leading the Zeke Nagy should be getting minutes. I'm worried about Jeff Green, Michael Green, like, you can't read too much into Summer League, but I'm I, I very, at this moment, have an unspeakable amount more confidence in Jeff Green and Michael Green playing meaningful minutes than I do of Zeke Nagy. And look, let's preface it by all the usual things. This was really rough on him. He's not a Summer League-type player. He's a basketball player, not a hooper. He arrived late, this or that. And also, if you go back and watch, he if you he missed a lot of catch-and-shoot threes in this game that were, like, halfway down, whatever, like – He just had a bad shooting. Sometimes you have a bad shooting stretch. That being said, every chance he got to put the ball on the floor, like literally every chance turned out to be a disaster. And that's the part where I look at and I go, man, his skill set is very limited and he just didn't do himself any favors. Are you, we've talked about this a little bit vote, but are you, what's your level of opinion changing with him?
3: Yeah, I mean go back to the hurdle example. He tripped. So it doesn't mean he's necessarily out of this race and or won't, yeah. you know, ever work his way back into the rotation. But like you said, I thought he had to gain some ground after those signings. And he certainly did didn't do that. If anything, he probably fell behind a little. Um look, I believe in the shot. I think as a catch-and-shoot guy, he's gonna be fine for his for his size. Um I, he can move his feet defensively. That was something the front office was hoping would be the case. And I think that's proven to be the case. So that's a plus. But this is why you do the Jamichael Green, Jeff Green stuff when you're operating as a contender. Those guys are known qualities. And maybe Zeke could be something more, but you're using the word maybe and you're asking questions. And Tim Connolly had an opportunity to answer a question with part of the mid-level exception. And I just think that's prudent front office work. and, And we're seeing why now.
0: I see this comment from Andrew Buckman saying that Zeke is a tweener. He's not mobile enough to be the four. I disagree with that. I think he's very mobile. In fact, his defensive mobility, I put this up on the list, that's been a very impressive part of his game. It's really the only part of his game that has popped is his ability to kind of slide his feet and guard not just fours but threes, twos, and ones. So I think defensively he's by no means a tweener. I think he'll be very good. But you got to provide something on the offensive end and really the you, some – I'm not even sure just catch and shoot, three point shooting would be enough. You would hope that he would start adding pieces. And I mean, he really is on the ground floor of that. Before we Re- 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 say anything, Eric. Let's bring in the man with the wind oh. in the air onto it. Oh, my gosh. That season one is boys, boys.
3: So windy in here.
0: It is so windy in here. Uh, but we're talking about Zeke Nagy. Eric, do you want to uh... – <laughs> Yeah. Harrison, yeah, you missed the Bones Highland part, but don't worry. You caught the Zeke Naji part. You're <laughs> <laughs> just in time.
1: My, my thing with Zeke Nagy is that we've seen him play better in an NBA environment. And so, I like, I don't think that any of the coaching staff is looking at this other than just, like, like all right this is this just did not work out for him this is not uh showcasing him but you know i mean i definitely feel like less uh, satisfied with zeke Najee going into the season but i also know that the real decisions are not coming from summer league they're coming right. from the you know the preseason the workouts etc cetera, etc cetera. and he again he's looked a million times better playing actual nba basketball than he did uh playing any of these summer league games like i mean he was high on all of our lists on guys to watch um Going in and man, it just like what a massive disappointment from that standpoint.
0: The but again, like
1: couldn't have gotten that much worse. It really couldn't have. I really, like he couldn't catch. I mean, he had like Michael Porter Jr. ball catching like issues. Like he every time he got he <laughs> yeah. went into the lane. Let's like, build was, what
0: Zeke Najee was. He has Michael Porter's hands. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. three
3: point shot. <laughs> Paul Millsap with the ball in his hands on the fast break. Okay, got <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: all that. Like, yeah, a little rough. Yeah. A little rough. Um, it was really rough, but I. I I don't care. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I, like none, none of it means anything to me other than it just sucked. Like I wanted
0: to be excited, and I'm not. Harrison, before we rebound to happy Bones Highland thoughts, give us Zeke Najee thoughts, but also was anything said in the post game about him and his experience here?
2: Yeah, really the only thing that was said was Charles Klask was just like, we're not worried about him um like obviously he shot it terribly at summer league what was he two of 16 or 17 or 18 from three
0: i think 18 two of 18 two Oof.
2: of 18 from three but yeah Klaus just said we're pretty much not worried about him after last game he said like look he does so many other things that don't show up in the box score that we're still really excited about which you know is totally true but i mean he he looked yeah, like you said, Adam, as bad as he possibly could look on the offensive end, he was pressing today. Um, I mean, he was a really good free throw shooter. I look, he only shot what, 15 free throws last year, but you know, he was money from the line whenever he got in. He shot a free throw today that almost I thought got wedged between the backboard and the rim. <laughs> like I think it hit the backboard first. It was ugly, man. And so I think he yeah. was rattled. And I think that's he awful. was rattled and that's part of
0: that's not an excuse it's to say like hey man this is a guy that you're hoping can fill in and play real minutes but he's a guy that was rattled in summer league and, and that's a piece of the puzzle yeah, at yeah. least for where he is right now
2: no and, and totally and yeah you can say look summer league doesn't really mean that much it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things and i even said this on the show on friday like or the last show we did yeah it's more important what he did in the nba last year but if zeke Naji was shooting 40% from three right now it looked great. You know, we don't be talking about him as, oh, we got to put this guy in the rotation. So yeah, Summer League does absolutely matter from that standpoint.
0: Yeah. So here's an interesting question. Not that our opinion on this matters. Like if we go through the depth chart, it's just a fun conversation to have August 16th. Like we have six weeks now, basically before anything's going to happen in the NBA. So this is the time we start these conversations. But at this very moment, Everybody, I think, is comfortable with Aaron Gordon and Jokic as the starting backcourt. Jeff Green, Jermichael Green, is the backup front uh, front court. Do, is anybody object to that at this moment and think, "Hey, man, I, th- I think Zeke still is the guy there," or we all kind of see him b- below the, the Jay J Greens?
2: Nah, it's probably them two or Peter Corneli. Like he might be <laughs> the other guy in there. I
3: don't
0: know. No, no way. We're pro- we we can not put Peter Corneli above Zeke
3: Naji. Now, come on. Man. We I'm would kidding. have seen I'm it. Kidding. We would have seen it on the depth chart, guys. Uh but here's the here's okay, right,
0: the board. <laughs> Vladko Chanchar had a great Olympics. Zeke Nagy had a terrible mm. summer league. Like mm. yeah, does anybody feel now that Vladko maybe at this very moment in your own personal ranking for whatever that's worth is maybe slightly ahead of Zeke Nagy in your trust scale?
3: <sighs> hmm, yes, That's tough. That's yes. tough. Trust scale, the way you frame it, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. I trust Vlaco at this point more.
0: So, so a big game, big Sunday Sunday night game. You got to put somebody in because everybody got hurt. You got to put somebody in. You're thinking, there's Vlaco, there's Zeke. You're saying, Vlaco, get in there.
1: He's got experience, man. He was part of the seven.
0: <laughs> part of the seven. I like it. That I like that. That's the thing that pushed it over the edge. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. So let's get back to Bones Harrison. What was your takeaway from today with Bones?
2: I mean, more really, really encouraging stuff. Um, In the first half, he had four assists, no turnovers. Thought he was great as a playmaker. These last two games, I feel like we've really just seen him take total control over the team. Uh, Scoring, playmaking, just being the lead guy. And it's somewhat of a coincidence, maybe. Not not so much of a coincidence that Bull goes out and the team just kind of turns over to Bones Highland and they win two games um but i thought he was great um his three-point shot looks absolutely legit he shot 40 from three at summer league on a bunch of attempts i mean he was three of nine uh from three today that's pretty much been on par with what he's done throughout summer league so uh i thought he was great
0: yeah what about after the game did uh charles class who spoke by the way and did charles class have any other commentary on bones
2: yeah we spoke to charles and bones and Charles said that he thought today was a great sign of Bones' basketball maturity. I got to say, Charles Class is a great quote. He's a great <laughs> quote. I've, I've actually had a really enjoyable time chatting with him this week. Um, but he said today was a great sign of his basketball maturity. Apparently, Denver had to switch up a bunch of things on the fly, just in terms of their game plan and based on how Milwaukee was guarding them today. And this is something that Class said after the last game and I wrote about. Bones was coming to him in the huddles and being like, no, I don't want the screen because they're doubling me off the screen. I just want to take my man one-on-one. So Bones is already like recognizing that stuff and defensive tendencies and whatnot, and telling the coaching staff what he wants. So that kind of stuff for a 20 year old point guard, I don't think you see that that often Um, Charles class said after last game, that's pretty rare. So, So that stuff is, is really, really exciting.
0: Yeah, What did Bones have to say about this game and maybe even just this experience?
2: Um, he was happy with his play. He's really tried to become more of a leader. He's tried to use his voice more over these last couple games because he was kind of pissed at himself that he didn't uh, his first game. and He really got on himself. So that's what he's really been trying to improve on. Um, but he said he's just been playing how he's always played and <laughs> watching like his highlight tape. Yeah, this is how he's always played. Uh, He's let it fly from three. Um, He's shown a lot more, I think, as a playmaker and a pure point guard than we saw at VCU last year. Uh, We we talked about this a little bit, but his freshman year at VCU, he played more point guard. Sophomore year, he played off the ball. So he can do a little bit more point guard stuff that I think a lot of people gave him credit for uh, coming uh, coming into Summer League. But he said the plan for him now is to go get settled in Denver, and then again, the weight room, um, he wants to play at around 175 pounds this coming season, which is what he was at the combine. He said he's lost a little weight just traveling and kind of working out in the lead up to these last couple of I, I, I love
0: these dudes yeah. who, when they're not dieting properly, right. like they lose weight, not gain it. I know. <laughs> I, was just saying, I
1: was just thinking, like, we traveled to Vegas. I did not lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> <same> <laughs> Yeah. The only things I lost yeah.
0: was like dignity, and money. <laughs> a lot of money. That. Money. Money. <laughs> money,
3: my girlfriend. Well, it's complicated.
2: So he's going to try to get back up to 175 pounds, but he said he doesn't want to put on so much weight that he loses his speed and, and his agility. So the Nuggets will be
3: conscious of that. Okay. I think it was Adam who said not even sure he can with that body type, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: We'll find out. Um, That is cool, though, to hear that he'll be back here. You know, I mean, he, just weeks ago, he didn't know what city he would be living in. Now, now it sounds like he's going to make the move and start the training process. I mean, the season will be here, I think, before people realize it. Uh, as early as next week, we have to start prepping for the, uh, you know, the start of the season. Our, our, our what? Start of the That's season, player meeting. profiles and all that stuff. So Everybody out there. We're going to have a meeting? meeting coming up. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, I say that as a prep to them, saying like, we're already at the point where we have to prepare for training camp. Like, it's not a thing where it's like, ah, training camps down the line. It's actually gonna, you've to be here sooner than you think. Man. So it's exciting. <laughs> um, why don't we hit our last break? Actually, first let me let me just do a grade. Um, Eric, give Bones Highland a grade for summer league.
1: Are you kidding? What do you think I'm gonna give him? He's an A, A plus. I I I um didn't know exactly what to expect from bones island his highlights looked great um we were all nervous about his size we didn't know if a guy like that could translate to the nba uh, we still don't know we do know that he translates very well to nba summer league um but there's just something about the way that he moves the way he plays like it's just so intriguing to me i've watched his highlights from the other night like approximately eight million times I just <laughs> him over, and over it was They're a very just, fun like, game I Just there's just something about like the, the, his hesitation. Like he puts his big foot down and like steps back. And um, his big foot, just, his feet are very big. Like he oh, reminds okay. me of like a, a, I thought you
3: just meant ones like big, I know. Like one. he has
1: the crusher, either one, he, the pincher claw, I, like either. Pin. Yeah, either foot is his big foot that he puts down. But um, the way he plants his foot and um is then able to be agile and nimble off of it it's like i'm you know i I watch the nba as you know just purely based off of
3: like that's right mechanically baby
1: i do i really i really watch it mechanically i watch it like the the dance that it is like um and so when i see somebody that's just like is so intriguing to me from a movement and you know like a as you say mechanic standpoint it's like it just like adds another level so i'm i'm so in i'm so intrigued
3: bones Um, highland
1: mover (laughs) <laughs>
0: Shaker. give us uh, your grades by the way in the chat I, i'm curious to hear what everybody else had to say harrison what grade would you give him
2: oh an a absolutely an a um i mean he he got what he wanted i feel like for the most part whenever he was on the court that first game was a little shaky but these last two games back-to-back 20 plus point games um just seemed comfortable out there it didn't seem like the game was too quick for him at all um and I asked Charles Clask about this after the game. I was just like, how far away do you think he is from potentially being a part of your rotation? And, like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to take Charles Clask at his word here, but he said that, yeah, he, he could be part of our rotation just simply because there's always room for players like him with a great feel for the game. And that's to Eric's point. He's got an amazing feel for the game. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's a true Hooper, and, and Hoopers have that feel
0: every time you say it
3: it just never me uh
2: what about you vote
3: uh i'll go a minus leave some room for growth defensively how about that if he was a better player on that end then i'd say A-plus. Such a plus offensively he's
1: task darn taskmaster
3: right i grade like an upper level philosophy professor <laughs> i'm an asshole
0: uh i'm going to go with a plus i'm an easy grader over here i guess but um here's what communications i communications professor Here's here's what i would say <laughs> He, I think, is my favorite summer league nugget that I've watched. So I've been watching wow. fifteen, And, like, Jokic would be number two. But even Jokic, like, bigs just don't pop as much. I love watching the passing this or that. But, like, Bones actually got to run the show and be this. And I just, he was so much fun. He honestly made this summer league a very fun summer league uh, for me personally. And um, he was just very, very exciting. So he gets an A-plus, and he's all the way at the top with Jokic. Those guys are in tier one. I don't know who the other go, tier dude. is. Who else More fun play? than
2: Nikola Radicevich? like <laughs> <laughs> than... too is, is just Jimmer.
0: It's what just about, him. And then about, uh, we Peter think. Cornelais the first time? The first time we were so pumped. First All right, let's time, take our last yeah. break. Uh, Harrison, why don't you take us into our last break. On the other side, though, let's answer that question,
2: how does Bones get on the court that I've been teasing? What is it going to take? Hey, yeah, guys, we're now sponsored by Ball across the entire DNVR network. You know Ball. Ball Arena where the Nuggets play, also the Aerospace Technology Company, also the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. They have a plant right here in Golden, uh, and they're hiring. Uh, They are hiring at their Golden plant. If you're interested in working at Ball, check them out, jobs.ball.com, and search for Golden. Jobs.ball.com, search for Golden. or simply text Golden to 77222. Uh, Ball Arena, the place where the Nuggets play, and Ball, the company that makes the 8, 12, and 16 ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids. Uh, they're doing a lot of great stuff for the country and the world as well. So check them out today. They've been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. JobsUpAll.com if you want more info on working for Ball.
1: It's officially a Bones Boy summer. Day. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a, summer. a Bones Boy summer.
2: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh let's see here oh at manscaped right now at manscaped dnvr listeners get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code dnvr at manscaped.com look you absolutely need the lawnmower 4.0 for the summer it's a requirement for living in denver during the summer uh, you need to get the lawnmower 4.0. You can get it as a part of the Perfect Package, or sorry, the Performance Package 4.0, uh, which includes the lawnmower 4.0. You also get that $39 travel bag. You get the different blade lengths, sizes one through four, that comes with the lawnmower 4.0, which has that 4,000K LED spotlight. Get it all for 20% off with free shipping when you use the code DNVR at manscaped.com. 20% off pre shipping. Or free shipping with the code dnvr at manscape.com. Uh, finally, guys, who wants to win some money this week on DraftKings? What anyone? anyone? Anyone?
1: We got, I told you we went to Vegas, right? We need to recoup. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, I'm, I'm itching to get back on DraftKings after we couldn't use it in Vegas, just itching. But right now, uh, a
1: bigger a bigger tragic tragedy,
2: travesty. I know, man. It really hasn't. Um, to celebrate the start of college football season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, ABBA is putting new players in the center of the action with two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. If you bet one dollar or more in any college football game, take advantage of this limited limited time offer. Now, DraftKings is giving all new players two hundred dollars in free bets instantly when you place a bet of one dollar or more on any college football game, no matter what. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Promo code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. All
0: right, here we go. Final segment here. Let's uh let's talk now bones. How does he get on the court? I think the, like Jamal Murray's out for most of the season. Guys that are certainly going to be in the rotation, Monte Morris, Will Barton, PJ Dozier. And I think Faku is the next one there that I would say like I they're just not Faku's going to play. Guys that are next up in that line include Marcus Howard and Austin Rivers, probably in reverse order, Austin Rivers, then Marcus Howard. So already you're kind of looking at it and say, OK, he's he's going to have to beat somebody out. Do you, do you think that there's a chance that Denver will just play, move everybody down a spot and he can naturally fit in? Or do you feel like at this very moment he's got to beat somebody out of a spot vote?
3: I think him and Austin Rivers are probably like the next guys, right? If there's either scheduled rest or an injury uh, or both. So I think he would probably have to beat Rivers out. I don't know if that's the biggest mountain to climb, but I do think there's going to be a small trust factor with Rivers here already. In so far as, you know, we've seen you do this from the Nuggets perspective, we've seen you play your role, stay within your role, say the right things, help us win a playoff game. So You know, I I think they would give Rivers another nod, but I do kind of see bones in that kind of RJ Hampton slot. Where yeah, he's not in the rotation, but don't rule out him playing. Yeah, I I
1: think you're. I think you're absolutely right. Like he's there's no there's no path immediately for him to be like part of the actual rotation outside of somebody getting injured. Like, there's just no way. There's just too many guys in front of him. And, you know, we're talking about the not what is just like the right and just path for Bones Highland. We're talking about what Michael Malone would choose to do. And so there's
0: also not that long of a runway for him to like outshine somebody. Like, if yeah. he outshine people in camp, I mean, we're talking about one week. Right. <laughs> That'd be a, now, is that yep. enough of a sample size for Malone to be like, "Wow, that's our guy." He'd have to really, really yeah. surprise.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I just think there's no chance. There's just no. It, it just there's no beating it out. I don't even think that Malone would be looking at it like that. Like seeing out. Uh, evaluating whether or not he could outplay one of those other players. It's sort of just like, can he fit into this already established team? So, but I think you're right that RJ Hampton uh, parallel, I think is is spot on. Like he'll come in, he'll get some spot minutes. Um, it'll be exciting. Um, and then he'll disappear for a long time. Everyone will get mad. Uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> be, we'll be on bones watch for, you know, a good portion of the season, which I, I hope that he just bones I hope he's watch <laughs> my, my hope is that he spends, Almost all of the season in Grand Rapids, like he just gets time on the court and he just plays. See, I don't. Plays plays. I hope he plays. And honestly, one
0: of the yeah, well, look at, well, one of the things I look at is <laughs> he reminded me in summer league of his team at VCU, and that so much was asked of him. I mean, I talked about how he took twice as many shots as anybody else on his VCU roster. The same, you know, you go to the summer league and everything was on his shoulders, his admittedly self-proclaimed wide shoulders. So he had a lot to do. I'm so curious what it looks like if he does share the court, just theoretically with Michael Porter, Jr. Nikola Jokic, Will Barton. Like what happens if you give him that much spacing to where he's the last, he's a footnote on the scouting report. And now all of a sudden he's wide open. And when he's catching the ball, he's got the worst defender and this or that I, I want to see him at least a, a little in that because I actually yeah, think, love to. unlike most rookies, especially rookie guards who look great in summer league and then look worse, I think defensively he's going to look a lot worse than he did in summer league. But I think offensively he might actually look better once you give him more spacing and lower a
2: lesser role. When, and when you make that R.J. Hampton comparison, the difference there is Bones can actually oh. shoot it Um, and is like a very very advanced offensive player with the ball in his hands as a playmaker finishing than rj hampton was um even though bones island's only 20 i think he's turning 21 next month but he's much further along at least in my opinion than rj hampton was you know maybe rj gave you a little more defensively just because he was a little more athletic he was more quick twitchy than bones is but just from, like, a plug-in play ability, I-, I think you're probably a little more confident with Bones. Definitely on the offensive uh, sure. side of the floor. Sure. But I- I'm with Eric. I mean, I d- I also want to see him play with the Nuggets just because one of the themes for this Denver team whole year, I think, is going to be playing a deep bench and that they should be doing that. Mm. But I would expect, like, the second the G League season starts for Bones Highland to go to Grand Rapids.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. I, I know a lot of people saying Malone doesn't play rookies, this or that, and it's mostly true. Faku not really a traditional rookie. He obviously played a lot, but you know, Jokic played 1,700 minutes as a rookie. Jamal Murray played 1,700 minutes. I know that was earlier in the process. Part of this is just that Denver has a lot of good players. That's but if, but if we look at some of the players that you wanted to play, like Zeke Naji, he didn't play last year. It makes a little bit more sense now that he didn't play a ton of minutes. Like, okay, it looks like he probably has a long way to go. Um, you just go down the list of of some of the guys, Wancho Hernan Gomez, Malik Beasley, these were all guys that, you know, they needed extra time to become good players. And maybe Malone was still a little bit tight there, you know, in terms of how much of a leash he allotted those guys. But I I still think if Bones is good, if he really is a cut above those guys we're saying, not Jokic and Murray, but the rest of the guys, if he is, then I think there is an avenue. And even R.J. Hampton last year got minutes with the Denver Nuggets. And Denver had a deeper backcourt last year when RJ Hampton was healthy and they still had to go to him because of the injuries. I think bones is going to get that. I think he will be slotted in the G league playing a lot of G league minutes, but remember the G league season starts after the NBA season. So he's not going to be there right away. He'll be with her on. And he's one call, you know, one or two injuries away from him coming in and getting an opportunity. And I suspect that is going to happen because it's not just an injury to the backcourt players that we just mentioned, but if Michael Porter or Aaron Gordon goes down, All of a sudden, you don't have a small forward either. And now P.J. Dozier is probably your starting small forward, and everybody has to slide. Maybe Will Barton's playing backup small forward minutes too, and all of a sudden there's vacancies at the guard spot that he'll probably have to fill. So I think he's going to play real minutes this
1: year, and I'm excited for it. Man, why are you going to poison the hype cast with a doom scenario? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not a doom scenario, though. I mean, that's just when like you play. have when you yeah. have like a, the three ends up being. I mean, we get we get down to our third and fourth guy playing the three. I mean, Next I, up, we might have another seven, and it's Bones. I don't, want, I don't want a seven, I want a <laughs> 15. <laughs> you want a seven. seven? Seven is fun. I just mean, so I, I listen, I would love for Bones to just come into play. Like, I, I just think that. I, I, I just have a hard time seeing it outside of injury injury. Absolutely. Like he's the guy that you look to, but you know, I, I, I see Austin rivers getting a lot of run this year. I mean, I think that he really yeah. ingratiated himself to the coaching yeah. staff. And, and it's, it's always funny. I mean, there's so much seasonality and, and recency bias when it comes to all of these things. Like when you look at the offseason, you're like, this team won the offseason, And then you're like, but their team is still terrible. Um, you know, we're looking at summer lane and Bones Highland <laughs> is the most exciting thing that's happened to uh Denver basketball in a very long time. So will he it, is he exciting enough that you're gonna be tuning into
0: the Grand Rapids?
3: Yes. Same. I agree. Absolutely. It's also, a, a like, look, there's going to be some sort of relationship now between this organization and the Denver Nuggets, whereas even the Nuggets themselves were more not, – not that different from what we were doing, like watching them play for another team and taking notes from that film. But now there's going to be a little more directionality in this whole process, control in this whole process. And so it's absolutely something, obviously, from our job perspective, we should have our eyes on. But from a fan perspective, I want to in Bones. I just want to see this guy with the ball in his hands – if I was willing to watch that Summer League team, I'm willing to watch just about any team. <laughs> the
0: G League, the, the gold this year will be more exciting, I think, than the Summer League team was. Like I actually think, and they'll be more cohesive because you actually play together a little bit more. Um, this- last thing, last thing before we get out of here, guys. Um, I'm curious, I saw this on Reddit the other day and I thought it was a great question and kind of a fun one. RJ Hampton, I stand him, even though I think that he has a lot of holes in his game and a lot of work, but it's an interesting now to contrast RJ Hampton or Bones Highland, who do you have more confidence having – who's going to have a better career if you were to project it? I'll start with you, Wynn.
2: Oh, man. That's tough. That's tough. (laughs)
0: Let us know in the comments as well, guys.
2: Huh. I would say – I would say – at this point, you've probably got to go Bones Highland just because he has a shot. And shooting the is the most important skill. thing in the NBA. Yeah. It's the most important thing in the NBA is to have a shot. And Bones Highland is going to be a legit shooter from the second he comes in the league. And RJ Hampton, I don't know if he's going to get there. I don't know if he's ever going to be an average three-point shooter. Um, now, like, I think RJ Hampton is going to have a long career and a really good one. But... Um, you know, maybe not a really good one. He, he's going to have a long career, I think. But I mean, Bones Highland can shoot it, and I think that is going to give him a certain floor.
1: Yeah. What do you think, there, Eric? I think Bones. I mean, I still we we love RJ as you as I as we all we stand him as you say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's just we mainly stand him because he's like such a positive, great person he's like and he, the whole time that he was on the nuggets i mean we said this over and over like i still don't know what he's good at uh, as a basketball player i know he's like hyper athletic and yeah. i know that he has a lot of heart and i know that he can uh sort of like rise up when the situation calls for it but i don't know what like skill you would point to and say like that is what rj hampton is good at outside of just being athletic as a skill and you're right like bones highland can shoot the basketball and bones highland has um like really a really crafty game that can i just feel like is going to get better and better and obviously we've seen him now playing against guys that are a lot bigger than him even though it is just summer league i mean you know those are you know at least the start of nba bodies and it wasn't as though he was just getting swallowed up and, and eliminated like you thought maybe he would uh
3: just looking at his measurables so bones baby let's go vote i'll say rj because of the opportunity uh maybe now good point by chad andrews about the difference in organization at this point denver is certainly a place that can get the best out of you orlando not so much however rj does have a chance to be one of the young guys, and the guy with the ball in his hands, a fair amount. And honestly, he had some maybe some empty calorie games, but some really nice games down the stretch for Orlando. So I'll, I'll go with RJ just because he's got an organization that needs him and a, a role that that can conduce is conducive to a, a big step up.
0: I'm gonna go bones he here. He's behind
2: Jalen Suggs now, though.
0: Yeah, he is behind Suggs, and they just also have a million other dudes. But um, but your point still remains that he is like there's no question RJ Hampton is going to play minutes next year. There is a question with bones, but you know, I'm going to go bones one, the shooting, the basketball IQ and just the offensive like floor for him is so high. I think RJ Hampton, he could, he has a bottleneck to his game. And a lot of that is just sort of some of the basketball skill parts, like shooting and even just like more control with the ball in his hands. So there's a bottleneck there. If he gets past it, his game can really explode, but that bottleneck, a lot of guys don't ever get past that aspect of it. Whereas bones Highland, it's the opposite like he sure. has the parts of his game that are that pop and are so important and you know the parts that he has to improve on i i just you know we'll see if he some of them he maybe can't physically we'll see but the shooting is there and that's just such a huge part of the game i'm so high on bones i'm so high on bones i'm so high on
1: this show i'm so high yeah. on our audience I'm so high. Up. I'm just high did right you, now, guys. Did you think – I like I cannot believe I'm this excited about the Denver Nuggets already. Like, <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> as the season was ending, we were like, Jamal's hurt. All is lost. What are we doing? We're not – who are we going to add? There's nothing left in Nugget already. I'm like, let's freaking go, dude. We've, freaking got whole, indeed. we've got our whole um, uh, we're, at, we're
3: in front of us. I just want to say yes, whereas Bones has far more opportunity as the sixth I guard did, on man. the depth chart. Good point. <laughs> Sorry, got a little salty on my way got out the door. a
0: little salty out the door. Jeez. Better bring the vibes down. Anti-bones Wow, the hype cast. Get him out of here, guys. Get the out of here. Everybody else, thanks so much for hanging with us today. Uh, we will be back again tomorrow with a brand new episode, Mailbag episode. We'll see everybody then.
2: If you're looking to go back to school, maybe finish up your undergrad degree or maybe already Verde- gotten your undergrad you're looking to go back to school get another degree msu denver online is really the best option that you could ask for super affordable and they give you a great education a lot of the teachers at msu denver online actually work in the field that they're teaching so it's a great networking opportunity as well and like i said it's really affordable msu denver online is also offering free application fees so you can use dnvr sports to waive your application fee at MSU Denver Online if you're signing up for baby classes in the upcoming fall semester. So no matter what type of student you are, no matter what type of schedule you're working, check out MSU Denver Online today. You can view their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online.